Welcome back, Scarlet Tears, to the Scarlet Tears podcast. Yay! I'm Amanda. And I'm Lindsay. And we have a special guest with us today. We have Kristen. Welcome, Kristen. Hey, um, thank you for having me. Yeah, we're so excited. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. And today we are talking season four. We are going to discuss fan theories for season four, the trailers we're going to go through, and we're going to go through the episode titles and synopsis, the small synopsis they gave us. We're going to discuss fan theories of what we think is going to happen in season four. So it should be I'd a probably fun get one. it incredibly wrong. Because oh, so our wrong. last time. So wrong. so wrong. Don't don't trust anything that we say because we no. probably have it all completely wrong. Yeah. I think they love to hear us get it so wrong. <laughs> this is their favorite episode. Um, I think we got on good authority that Ben and Rachel loved. When we discussed episode or episode season two's titles and they've just laughed. And so welcome, Kristen. You're going to be on the episode that's going to, you know, tickle Ben and Rachel's elbows. And so don't worry. So ladies, we're going to talk about first trailer, the first trailer that we saw for season four. What are your theories? That came out. Two weeks ago, is it now? Mm, I think. Uh, and uh, I, I think we were at that point very starved for for information. Um, I have to say, I loved the theme music to it. Yeah, um, so energetic and like, oh, you wanted to get in there and fight along with Eliza. It was so, yeah, so good, so catchy. Um, and and I love the fact it's called Dream It. I'm mean, like, yep. I'm with you, girl. Love that one. Um, I don't, it was, it, the trouble with these trailers is they're only 30 seconds and they're so quick. I'm like, slow down. No kidding. I think it was even maybe less than 30 seconds because I was, I kept going through it and like pausing and like going through and pausing. <laughs> so it may be like 20 to 25 seconds almost. It was so quick and so packed yeah, yeah. with things to look at. So what's the first thing we see? We see Eliza in a shadowy barn again. We open season one with her in a barn. And so maybe season four, at least the trailer, we see her in like the shadowy, dusty barn again. So it's a good throwback. Is it a barn or is it, is it a, 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 like um, a church or a nunnery? Ooh, it's kind oh. of like a, a, some statues that Sabrina had pointed out that oh. where Eliza's walking around with the torch. Oh. I'm like, Ooh. see, I was thinking like a barn or stable, but see, the trailer goes so quickly that I, I... yeah, because the next one she's on the floor, kind of it's a different outfit. This is the other thing is I don't know if you girls do this, but when I'm slow mowing, I'm like, now which outfit is she wearing to try and work <laughs> yeah. out? Yeah, we need to like piece frame by frame and like put them together of outfits mm-hmm. and times of the day and yeah. yeah. I meant to go through and like take like screenshots of each time she changed outfits to try and then piece them together, but I just haven't had time yet. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean you don't have time yet? We're supposed to devote one hundred percent of our time. To I try, but it's hard. What, what do you mean? What kind of fan are you? <laughs> I have to answer all of the notifications I get first. <laughs> okay, okay. 
when the trailer came out, I was really struggling to keep up with everybody's notifications and all, all the different <laughs> platforms. And just like, oh my goodness, I go away for five seconds and I've got like 20 plus notifications. On notifications. I know. And it doesn't, you know. Yeah, and the fan in the fan group like beat us all to posting it. And I was like, oh, we saw it. And I'm like, we were like five minutes behind the fan posting it. And I was like, let me post it. Somebody <laughs> it. And there was like 10 comments already. I was like, mm-hmm. ladies, what's going yeah, on? Yeah. Right. But I was just like, wow. we were starved. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. You're thirsty, thirsty people. <laughs> Yeah. What else? What else did you notice in the trailer? So then she, after she's kind of walking around looking in a few different places, I think they're two different things because it looks like she's wearing two different outfits. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she kind of opens a cupboardy thing. Don't know what that's all about. Yeah, Uh, but it's like almost like a secret thing. Mm. I wonder if that's the one that she's hiding in or it's like because oh. in the second trailer she's kind of coming out of a cu- of a cupboard where like is she hiding in it it's like oh does she find a secret door and it comes out the other side maybe I'm trying to oh, work yeah. out it the lighting isn't great that I can't work out whether she's wearing the same outfit in both scenes okay okay but maybe and then she's yeah. in a hospital and that goes with the second trailer where she's like, I'm a private detective. Don't say I'm a what. Um, <laughs> yeah. It looks like she's in a hospital because in the very corner, because on um, Instagram and Facebook, it's a, it's not the widescreen version. Mm-hmm. So sometimes some of the details are lost. So yeah, I noticed. Yeah. yeah. So you don't see who she's talking to in this first trailer you have to look at the widescreen version to see that there's actually like a person a guy lying in a hospital bed I'm thinking that may be something to do with the first episode um the second trailer does have something about Carrington Hospital so I wonder if it's the same thing um but then I thought oh that's an awful lot of trouble to go to just for like the opening scene if this is the opening scene um but they they're known for their really great dramatic opening scenes that really mm-hmm. don't add into yeah. much of this cases it's just, so i mean who knows who knows yeah it's entirely possible that it might be just like the cold open that mm-hmm. and it's a case that relate to the actual episode synopsis yeah mm-hmm. but anything else yeah because they actually the, yeah yeah um, I we see William a lot in this first trailer. William is being very supportive in the first trailer towards mm-hmm. Eliza, you know, because she's. It sounds like she's kind of like stuck in a case, and he's being very supportive, saying like, you know, you you will always get through it. You always find a way out. So we see William being very supportive of her, which is nice to see. Mm-hmm. He always is, but he's not always very verbal about it yeah mm-hmm. and so it's very nice to do it and William yeah. looking very handsome while he's kicking in the door and that was nice <laughs> <laughs> to see that display of kicking in a door 
which is pretty much in contrast to the scenes with Nash where he's like running across a room with Eliza behind him which just makes me laugh and then they seem to be hiding behind the settee I'm assuming the two are linked look like they're wearing the same thing and then later they're kind of hiding at the side of a door while it's being kind of shot at and somebody's trying to break in so you kind of go okay this isn't um this isn't working so well but it's quite amusing and Nash has, it looks like he has to pull a gun on somebody, but Nash looks very yes. scared. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. very, ooh, he's got that ah! look on his they face. They both have that kind of look almost as if yeah. uh, there's there's something deep, there's some sort of conversation, emotional conversation that's going on because they both look a bit. Yeah. So that could be quite an yeah. interesting, I wonder if that's going to come from episode five? Five, five. Yeah. 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 Um she's also kind of hiding behind a carriage following somebody. I wonder if that maybe relates to say episode 2. Mm-hmm. Um could be could be something to do with that. Yeah. Her and 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 somebody are opening a safe as well. Don't yeah. Know what that's all about. Obviously Eliza is kind of initiating the oh it's um been a long time since we've enjoyed an evening out nice choice of words there yeah. so I think it's interesting in this trailer that both Eliza and William are almost saying what the other wants to hear yeah yeah but, yeah expressing their feelings or mm-hmm. kind of yeah at least doing something or verbalizing yeah a forward yeah. movement towards mm-hmm. you know an action in their relationship as opposed to like just yeah. almost like visually and verbally turning away from each other it's nice yeah and, and i like eliza's little yeah moment almost oh, like yeah. she's got the case i'm like yeah and you kind of go yes with her because yeah. the trailer the is trailer, just really nice and the trailer kind of ends with eliza and william um questioning somebody in that very familiar stance where or not stance but where they're sitting kind of mirroring each other you know <laughs> with their blues and just the way they sit and we but always facial we expression always that, that just kind of yeah. says mm, not sure if i'm believing what i'm being told and we love when they both when they look like each other and that they're you know mm-hmm. they yep. are doing the same thing and you know mm-hmm. it always shows like man these two need to be together just not in a romantic sense but just like partners in like every sense of the word yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's one thing i really did like about this first trailer is that there's a lot of them together and yeah. besides the the you know verbalizing what we want them to be saying to each other but also mm-hmm. just like we're seeing them do the teamwork on like the cases and stuff and i was mm-hmm. like okay this is good stuff yeah yeah Felt very it definitely has a fun feeling to it, the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. It's very like bouncy, energetic action and like, yeah, this is what we this is what we want. We want like motion. We want action. We want, you know, our two friends together and them doing what they're so good at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah trailer one was a really good and fun one to see. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of came out unexpectedly as well I think we were sort of expecting it but then it was taking so long to kind of see something that then it suddenly was like oh my god it's here yeah yeah I, I think we, we were mm-hmm. yeah 
Because we got a heads up from one of the PBS affiliates that something was coming, but we were like, okay, is is it really the thing we've been waiting for or something else? Yeah, it wasn't PBS itself. It was a strange affiliate and like a strange town in a like Midwestern state. So it was like, oh, do we trust you? Do we trust this? Like, (laughs) this is a weird source. I mean, not that we don't, but okay. You know, it's kind of like, like, thanks. Yeah, (laughs) this is a weird Mm -hmm. spot for it to come from, but. We like you. We're like, we'll be friends with you. Yeah. Okay. You know, and they were telling us Wednesday morning or something like that. And yeah, it came out. I think it came out Wednesday morning, but it was like. It came out Wednesday. It came out at a weird time in the morning. It was four o'clock my time. Yeah. It's 8 a.m. on the West Coast. And that tends to be like the time they do post things in terms of like for social media purposes. But it was weird because it was a Wednesday and typically trailers come out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So it was just like random. Yeah. (laughs) Not not that we've studied PBS's, you know, schedules or anything. (laughs) Uh, mm, Okay, moving on to trailer number two. (laughs) Um, I did used to work in marketing, so that's where that comes from. Yeah, Kristen <laughs> knows these things, and that's the only reason why we know these things. <laughs> it's not because we're stalkers and we don't have anything else to do. <laughs> that's highly invested. We're yeah. highly invested. Uh, so, yeah, oh. so trailer two came out this week. Yay! We weren't. Yay! We definitely weren't expecting this one. No. no. Yeah, it was really quick turnaround. Yeah, yeah. From the first. And part. again, it's another kind of thirty-second one that moves oh. quite quickly and has a little bit more. I'm I'm always surprised in both trailers. There's a lot of Eliza on her own, and I think I kind of assumed because she was going to be joining Nash that she'd have more people around her. Um. Mm-hmm. But in all of these trailers, there's a lot of Eliza kind of on her own. Yeah. Um, and of course, I, I do love that it opens with the I'm a private detective. Don't say you're a what, because that makes me laugh. Because, yeah. um, you know, you know, when you're just like, that's just just one of those things yeah. that she always gets, bless her. But it looks like she's like holding a whole load of clothes. So I'm yeah, wondering if like she's been sheets or towels or yeah something that one looks a little bit bloody so I'm wondering if it's like it definitely looks like a suit or something mm-hmm. um so yeah uh and then of course she's getting thrown out bless her yeah she's um, I like the fact that you can kind something. of get a little bit her jacket is a bit pinstriped yeah. which is very nice so I think it might be a new um new outfit ooh, bear with me my Alexa has just gone off <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so she's got a new kind of like pinstriped suit, which is quite interesting. Um, and yeah, so then she's kind of getting thrown out. So that makes me wonder if it is a bit of a, that's the beginning of, of season four is her kind of trying to get some information and, uh, it doesn't go well. Cause we, and I think Kate said that it's, uh, one of those where she's like all in performance mode and it, it doesn't quite turn out well. 
Yeah. It's always one of those, like, she tries to be somebody she's not. Like, she presents herself like, oh, I'm a nurse. I'm a doc. Not that she'd be a doctor, but, like, I'm supposed to be here. And, you know, it, does, it doesn't work out, so they throw her out, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Usually, yeah. You know, she gets caught in a situation or somewhere that she shouldn't be and somebody doesn't fall for her lies. Yeah. <laughs> I would say 50-50 is her <laughs> is her um, I don't know. Success rate. Yeah, success rate. There you go. <laughs> I was like, mm, what's the word? So, yeah. 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 So then the next thing we hear in the trailer is is Eliza kind of saying, well, now I'm in charge. It's going to pick up. And we're assuming this is our new character um, that Paul Baisley is playing, um, basically saying they have no clients, which surprises me a little bit. I figured she'd have a little bit. We'd see a little bit of her kind of with the team that Nash had built up. Um, yeah. I don't know what you guys think. Um, in my mind, I have some sort of like montage where she has this group of men in the beginning, but then through this montage, she's giving like each of them like a command or like instructions. And they say, you know, I'm not going to have a lady boss and they quit and they mm. quit and they quit and they quit. And so there's going to be like a montage of just her and then the guy quitting and then her and a guy quitting. And that would just be a nice montage, I would think, you know. <laughs> I mean yeah I mean no the these men aren't gonna give her a chance you know because men in Victorian ages you know they don't like to be bossed around by a lady and so I would think they might stay a couple of days because Nash tells them but then she gives them you know a couple commands and they're like um no I quit you know and so quickly she finds herself without anybody except for the man that has no name um we don't know his name yet but you we know. had great fun naming him though yeah, we, yeah. Had, we had some great fun trying to name him we don't know his name yet um he doesn't have a name but we came up with a bunch of different names um Lindsay, you had the list of couple of the names yeah, that yeah. i have i have the list i've lost the post there we go uh so we've got uh Oscar Black mm-hmm. could be Humphrey could we could be called Edward Crimson mm-hmm. Bartholomew Belvedere uh Hugh, Herbert Humbergarten Ezekiel <laughs> Carroll is a is a good one uh could be a Robert or a Bernard or uh, a Humphrey um I, I I have to say I quite like the idea of Oscar Black that sounds like mm-hmm. a nice one yeah. um Reginald Green as well That's was a good one. one. I, liked. I I think Reginald. He looks like a Reginald to me. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Reginald fits. It's kind of that yeah. like somebody who follows the rules and doesn't, you know, like. So he looks like a Reginald. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, I don't know whether he's a detective or like just an assistant type person. Or... Yeah. Maybe he's a family man. He's sticking around for some money. Yeah. Yeah. There has to be a reason why he has stayed if the Mm -hmm. others have left. So Mm -hmm. that could be. Yeah. Yeah. He can't. Maybe she hires him. Maybe, maybe she hires him. 
Oh, that'd be interesting. Hmm. Yeah, that could be. That's why that's why he's he's sticking around. But um Yeah. <laughs> it's surprising. I think I was quite surprised to to know that they had no clients. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm sort of surprised, but sort of not surprised in a, in the sense that I figured we'd kind of maybe get the opening of Eliza working with a couple of Nash's detective and it all just goes completely pear-shaped because they're kind of working against her. But I also thought maybe out of a little bit of um, duty to Nash, give her a chance and maybe she'd have an opportunity to change people's minds. But um, Well, maybe yeah, she's... some of them went to France with him. You know, maybe, maybe. they didn't all quit. But yeah, it is surprising that they have no clients in there. There doesn't seem to be many men working with her. Yeah. I mean, maybe there are. We just didn't see it. Maybe they just have no clients and not no men working with her. I mean, although if you don't have any clients, you don't have anybody to, you don't have any money to pay the people you work. So maybe she has to fire Everybody but Reginald. <laughs> so we're just gonna call him Reginald yeah, now. Just Reginald from now on. Reginald now. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, we... Do you think is that why Nash is yelling at her? What have you done? Like maybe he thinks. You know. I mean, it depends. It, there's various reasons why he could be yelling at her. Um, perhaps he doesn't. You, you. I think we when when we discussed it between seasons, we kind of said, well, he's obviously done a little bit of market research because, you know, he he kind of is telling people that she works for him already and things. So he mm-hmm. probably didn't think it was going to be a big issue, but you know, it must be working for a woman in Victorian England. Well, it's one thing to have a lady detective, but it's one thing to have a lady detective and have men working for her. He may have thought, oh, it'd be a bonus to have a lady detective doing cases. He may not have thought that all his men would quit and not work with her. I don't know. Yeah. Like the difference is she's not just, you know, a detective, but she's like the chief investigator so she's you know in charge and that's the part he didn't really think much about maybe how the others would react yeah i I think i would have liked one of them to stay just to be a bad guy and just to be trying to trip her up all the time because i think that'd be quite funny another battle (laughs) (laughs) maybe reginald he will double cross her yes (laughs) could be you know it's always the innocent looking ones right yeah, um, yeah, mm. but yeah, I, I I admit I'm not too uh, unhappy that um, Nash doesn't seem very happy with her. But you know, mm. I, I kind of am a bit sad that she seems to be working by herself because I I feel like I would have liked to have seen Eliza running a big team and seeing how mm. that she fares with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I liked um. Eliza kicking down the door. It very much mirrors the first trailer with yeah. down a door. And like we said, we really love when they both mirror each other. And so it's nice to see Eliza getting a little bit more physical. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's a good the- point. I hadn't thought about them mirroring each other with them both kind of kicking something down. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. 
and we, we get, get to see Mr. Potts and Ivy. Yep, we get mm-hmm. Mr. Potts in there, and he also seems to be concerned about something. So, mm-hmm. and Ivy seems very smug. So I'm assuming she's kind <laughs> of, you know, getting him to hire Eliza. Yep. And then she seems to be coming out of a cupboard. So that's the bit where we, I'm not sure if she kind of goes through a trap door and comes there or if she's been hiding or, mm-hmm. um, and of course the hilarious line of, from William of no digging around, no sniffing and Eliza's, I'm not a dog, which yeah. I find quite, I don't know, those sorts of things just always make me smile. Yeah. That little banter between them. And not bickering, but they're, you know, their old cells where they, you know, kind of get on each other's nerves in a fun way so yeah they yeah, like yeah. kind of funny back and forth yeah, yeah and yeah. we also see eliza kind of concerned about somebody saying like you look tired oh you know and hopefully she's saying that to william yeah well it looks oh, like but... his office so i'm gonna put i doubt she's saying it to fitzroy <laughs> <laughs> but we've been burned so many times by PBS that you know I don't trust anybody. So, I mean, she not said, just PBS. I don't trust promos in general because exactly. so many times they fool you. Exactly. And then we got William saying, "You look beautiful." Hopefully, that's to Eliza. Hopefully, but, it's in the same scene as well, and they're not just kind of two very separate scenes cut together. Uh, you know they are. You he know does look are. tired. She does look beautiful. I mean, it's an honest conversation. It is. Yeah. But they're both facing, like, if you look at those two scenes, they're both facing the same way and looking at the down at the same person. So I don't think it's the same scene. Because it's not like one's looking up, one's looking down. They can't be, it can't be the same scene. I mean, it may be them talking to each other, but it can't be the same scene. If you think about it. As long as they're saying it to each other, I'm I'm happy. He said that and I like, my heart exploded. And I'm like, you better be saying that to Eliza. Please don't be saying it to Betsy or... <laughs> Somebody, Susie, you know, just. It was suggested Ivy in her wedding dress and, you know, complimenting her. But I'm pretty sure that William is in his office because it's quite dark. I think you can make out his door frame in the background. Um, And and I really don't think Ivy's going to be getting into her wedding dress in his office. So, yeah, not in season four either. It doesn't sound like it, but. Uh, you know, but I don't so think lovely. So well, he says. I mean, he says it so confidently, and not just like a, you know, under his breath kind of thing. He's just like, bam, he's in there. But I think he's tired. And I, to me, my my fan crazy fan theory on this bit is that they are the same scene, and she's kind of maybe this is the first time that they see each other after whatever's happened in season three and between season three and now, and he's not, not kind of expecting to see her there. So he kind of walks in and she's there and his guard is like totally down and he's not, he is tired because he's probably been working too hard and, and it just sort of comes out before he can stop it. And then I'm just like, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope so. (laughs) I I just, (laughs) I mean, I do expect there to be a follow-up of, 
and what? what do you want? Because I do think the way she's talking is is kind of in a if I'm really nice to you, maybe you'll give me a case. So I feel like on Eliza's part, there's some sort of a, I need a case. I don't know what to do. And yeah. uh, my fallback is I'm going to go and see William. And um, so I think from from her stance, it's, oh, you look tired. You you look like you've got a lot on. Perhaps I can offer my services now. I'm, that's her yeah. mindset. Whereas he's just like, oh, my God, she's in my office and she looks gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> and no, no i've not thought about this at all she's uh, already created all the scenarios yeah, yeah. No, i i think they are the same scene but i don't think the lines actually come one right after another the way they're cut in the trailer which there's something said in between i think but I mean, again, it could be they just said, hey, they're both saying you look and they just slapped them together to make a cool looking trailer. <laughs> it could but, be I mean, that I'm it's like... the other way around, that maybe he kind of says you look beautiful first and that she's a bit, uh, I don't know what to say. So I'm just going to go with you look you tired. tired. <laughs> I could see that too. Maybe. <laughs> but either way, I, I kind of hope this fits in in the first episode and we're not waiting too long to find out where that fits in mm, i bet it's season or season episode six last <laughs> two minutes <laughs> I they wouldn't be that cruel would they yeah um, they probably would actually um speaking of episodes let's go on with episodes well actually before we go on episodes let's talk about the new outfits we have seen so far we have the pinstripe jacket and we have the purple-ish pinkish dress i think yeah i think in the pictures that we've seen in a bit it looks a bit more pink but when they've got their kind of dark fade on it it looks a little bit darker in in the trailers so um maybe mauve 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 pink um i don't know i don't know what color it is um so what do we think about her new outfits i mean i i like them i think the the i'm not sure that the dark purple hat particularly goes with the light pink dress but and the black um i'm assuming it's like a black velvet that does the stripes um in the first picture the first one that we came out way back in august i was a bit like oh i'm not sure i like the black very much but actually when yeah. i've seen it in the episode i think maybe because the coloring's slightly different yeah i quite like it it's nice um, to see her in something that isn't blue yeah they're branching out on the colors um mm-hmm. and i like i like the shape or the like mm-hmm pattern of the dress i don't know if i necessarily like the color you know it i don't know if it goes well with her skin you know i, I don't maybe if it was a darker purple or a brighter pink i just i don't like that mid color i mean i like the look of it i just don't like the color you know but you know whatever it, it, it whatever you know i'm not in it for the dress it's a gorgeous dress it is i still think the red and blue are kind of my favorite colors together because it's a bit of a mixture 
Yeah. But it's nice. We it's haven't seen the look... green outfit back, though, oh, I love in that the trailers. Yeah. And I quite like the green one. Yeah. Kristen, what do you think about the new outfits? Yeah, so um, I'm I'm a defender of the pink dress. And I'm just going to say it's pink. It is, it's in that family of color. Yeah. Um, one thing though, of course, is that sometimes they appear like it different, you know, the um, coloring when you see it in motion versus like the still photography. Mm-hmm. And it did appear in like the US TV guide and like they had like turned the contrast up when they printed it. So it's like more pink um, as a, like a first look at the season kind of thing. They included it. But I mean, I like it. I like pink though. So I, um, but I think those stripes are actually a very dark, like purple velvet. So in the um, still where she's coming out of the office, Mm -hmm. I, you can kind of see a sheen to it that looks a little bit more of a purple. So that said in the show, it's probably going to look black to us, but I mean, I like it. I think it looks nice. So, um, and then the pinstripe one is kind of more along the lines of her um, outfits that where she's got the blouse with the jacket. And so I think it looks good too. So, yeah, yeah, I like them. I mean, I do like, you know, the the blue outfits are very, I mean, I think of like classic Eliza, but yeah, Mm -hmm. it looks good. Well, we always got to say Eliza does have a good sense of style. I mean, she always amazing. Doesn't matter (laughs) what she wears and what color but she's always stunning her outfits i mean the costuming is always great so well done okay william's got a new waistcoat as well it seems i think it's a a lighter blue pattern Mm -hmm. very nice yeah i'm saying we love the new waistcoat anytime we (laughs) see a new one on it william it's nice yeah it's nice that he gets upgrades too yeah, and I think Mr. Potts does as well. He's had a bit of an upgrade yeah, as well. So pictures maybe that, we've had a bit more budget in the wardrobe department, which is nice. Yeah. And Ivy kind of maybe gives him a little bit of a, you know. I, yeah, I can imagine that Ivy's making him some suits, maybe. Mm-hmm. She's pretty good at making Eliza's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cute. Our new couple is getting all cute. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to the episodes. Um, we'll talk about like this short little one sentence synopsis, and then we'll go into our fan theories of what we think might happen. So, um, I will read episode one, and then we'll go from there. Okay. So the first one is called Elysium, and Season four opens with Eliza in charge of Nashon Sons, and her personal relationship with the Duke is building towards a looming decision. So, what do we think is going on, Kristen? What are your theories? Oh, well, first, the um, on that particular synopsis, they actually had one that was a little bit more about the plot that they've since removed from the website. Oh, yeah, I wonder. <laughs> so, like, this is very. I think that's Nothing the bit it. for the general overall season, isn't it? Yeah, I I don't know why they've changed it, but they've they've on their like schedule page they've rearranged some wording, and I I'm not exactly sure why. <laughs> Do you remember what the first one said, or what generally it said? Like, um, it brings one? it had to do with the um, 
the the case having to do with the the brothel and the high up uh people in the government i can bring it yes, up I, I i've got it like. here it says eliza teams up with duke to investigate a burglary in a high-end brothel whose clients include important members of the british government so that's the first episode so that's the first episode okay that really is not what pbs's <laughs> website says yeah they put yeah, like they... the general the general season four one in there now and i'm not sure what they why they did that but yeah a little bit all over the shop but don't <laughs> worry because we've still got the originals amazing <laughs> yeah so the nice thing is is that it does open with she teams up with duke so you yeah, know that whatever it's a plus it's got both of them in it which mm-hmm. sounds nice and a high-end burglary it, it sounds like a bigger case for eliza which is nice yeah i'm wondering if she gets hired or if she manages to twist william's arm to hire her what do we reckon yeah because originally I was thinking that, I mean, because sometimes they have where they just end up working, you know, from, you know, different ends and meet right in the middle and they end up working the case together, which is what I had initially thought. And I remember that there was some like theories about her trying to go undercover and him, you know, showing <laughs> up and there she is. But um, with the newer trailer, I'm kind of wondering, since she doesn't have any clients, if maybe she either goes to him looking for a case or what ends up happening there. But, um, I mean, it would be funny, though, if if there was that undercover bit there. But (laughs) Yeah, Um, see, I thought that the first still, which had both of them in, that came out in August, was maybe her and like you say, they they've kind of met on a case, and they're both a bit awkward, and it's a bit awkward, and um, maybe not, maybe not. Well, I would think since it's talking about political, that it goes through Scotland Yard as opposed to like Nash and Sons having like a role, and so yeah maybe I mean it depends it could be if you've got like a government official son who doesn't really want to admit that he's messed up and the first thing he does is oh well I'll go to a woman because you know she won't get me in trouble and wrap me out to my dad that was where my head was going with it oh could be but now I'm thinking maybe maybe she manages to like twist William's arm to yeah where this is where she says, like, you look tired, and he's, like, just overwhelmed with this big cake yeah. that he needs She's help. She's a pretty pink dress. She looks yeah. lovely. <laughs> yeah. Like, she has no clients and nothing to do, so why don't I help you, William? But but I think it could be a bit like going back to season one, episode two, where she's in her red dress to impress him, and, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm really busy with my clients but you know I can always help you out if you know you're so busy and that's where I'm kind of imagining that it's kind of coming yeah oh yeah I don't think she's gonna admit to William that she has no clients but I I mean he has no clients so she has time to help him maybe she does in the end because we do have that scene from the first trailer where William's kind of whatever you do you're gonna figure it out and Mm -hmm. 
I do wonder. It's, I don't think that maybe will be in episode one. I think that will be slightly later, maybe episode four. Um, but I think at some point she maybe confides in him for him to kind of come back with that line. Mm, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, it's really tricky to try to figure out where these lines and the parts of the trailer fit in these episodes. It goes, hmm. This could fit there, but it also could fit could put there. Yeah, I'm literally like studying the outfits. <laughs> yeah, we're like, there's two scenes where, the, obviously, with Nash, where he's like, "What the hell have you been doing?" And then they're getting yeah. shot at. We're like, right, they're in the same outfit, so that's got to be the same episode. Yeah, but Nash tends to have only like one or two outfits, and so he that could be like in the first episode or in the fourth or fifth whatever one that they're together the fourth one five five yeah five the calling he could be well be in four as well i don't know but five is the one that um kind of mentioned calls him out as a so i mean it could be it could yeah he could be in the first or the fifth one so who knows? Okay. Any? I wonder else? what. I wonder what important members of the British government mean. Is she going to be up against the prime minister? Oh, maybe. Yeah, or other. You know, like secretaries in the in the government. Who knows? I don't. Um, know. I don't know enough about our government to know. That's really well, bad, isn't it? It. It could. It, I know we have a prime minister. That's about as well as I'm going. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that's what Nash yells at her for. Like, she missteps with one of them and gets them thrown off the case. And, mm. you know, what have you done? You know, so. Yeah, because it's entirely possible that maybe in the first episode, whatever happens with this case, even if they actually solve, like, the burglary situation, then has repercussions through the rest of it. So, yeah. Depends on who the high up government official is. Yeah. Um, Could be maybe Nash is used to kind of underhanded tactics, no questions asked, and, and Eliza's used to working with the police. So and obviously if William arrests somebody, he may be like, What are you doing? We don't get people arrested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh what do you guys think about the personal relationship and the looming decision? What do you think that means? I think that's going to cover the whole season. I don't think it's going to be just the first episode. I think that will be a bit of the journey that they're going to take us on, the writers, that is. Um, And it's just kind of going to be looming in the background. So where we've got these little comments of you look beautiful and, you know, you're a good detective and, hey, we haven't had Mm -hmm. dinner together recently. You know, I think that it's those little things of, are we? do do we really think we're going to see them having an actual conversation about it just I'm not maybe, sure yeah the softening and the you know towards each other and the you know coming back together <laughs> of working together and just friendly talking towards each other as opposed to just being so far apart you know yeah it, it's very deceiving going like a looming decision like okay Sounds an interesting ominous. choice of words. Yeah. I, I feel 
like looming doesn't i is a weird word choice because i'm not exactly sure if they meant for it to be as ominous as it sounds rather than just something that's like building up and will eventually like reach some point where they have to make this decision Mm -hmm. so but it does it does sound with with using that word it gives that like ominous feel but i'm i'm not sure that's good (laughs) not a good word Sound like makes me. It's kind of gives me the sense of dread. Not, not sounds hey, like me when you go thing. like, okay, I've got this set of words, but I don't want to use it, so let's go to thesaurus.com, and you just like <laughs> click through the random words, and then you go, okay, this sort of is, and then you click that, and then you go like a synonym to this, and then you like, yeah, yeah, four words down, and you get this word, and you go, mm, that's kind of it, and you go, mm, that's so far from what I originally met. You know, and so like, no, yeah, that's the- <laughs> you know, so it sounds like they've like thesaurus this word like several times and it's become this different feeling. Like, yeah, oh, I mean, that's just the vibe I get is that it's not really technically the word they wanted to use because yeah. the whole sentence like because we've seen it, the sentence in various forms now in like these synopsis and press releases. So I'm thinking that they were they're trying to avoid giving away something they think is too much of a spoiler so you know i'm thinking they they just mean something that's being built up and is like a presence within all of these episodes till we reach the climax of the season but that's yeah i think they are using the like third or fourth definition of looming to like to, to use whatever they're trying to describe but yeah i think like we said they're trying to avoid spoilery or trying to get our hopes up that something will you know like you know just you know use the four I, mean, I love that you say that they're avoiding getting our hopes up and then when you think to the trailer and you think right those those two the words that you had them say in the trailer mm-hmm. and the scenes that you picked you know what you're doing, Mr. Evil Promo, my man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why why be vague here? <laughs> you know, yeah. if they just, they, you know, get our hopes up. So that'll make us watch it immediately. But, you know. <laughs> I think they have, like, two promo people. Like, one is very hopeful, like, building these trailers and then putting the long synopsis. And then they got somebody coming behind, go, oh, no, 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 delete that and put... <laughs> half of those words and be as very vague and like ominous as you can so we don't get their hopes up and whoops the trailer's out that gives them hope that they're gonna get romance <laughs> but okie dokie <laughs> so we get looming and vagueness and then we get yep. the, you look beautiful you look tired and this warmth and then we go we don't know what to think guys <laughs> you know? that's what they want exactly that's what they want <laughs> Yeah, yep. create confusion and we talk about it all the more yeah it's just giving us more you know fodder to talk about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay so episode two episode is called two. six feet under mm-hmm. and the episode synopsis is when a close friend of mr potts is murdered eliza finds herself investigating the dark and macabre world of victorian undertakers I love this. It's a clever title, I hope, like a pun and a tongue in cheek and a nod to Mr. Potts. And I'm hoping that it has that creepy vibe that Memento Mori had 
-hmm. you know, because I just love that Victorian, creepy, interesting feeling. And I hope we have that feeling that Memento Mori gave us that just, Ooh, that's slightly creepy that, you know, you're, you know, get goosebumps and go, Ooh, this is weird. And I like it, you know, kind of. (laughs) It'd be nice to have something a little bit darker. I do agree with you. Yes. I mean, I don't know who's written. I don't think there's any um, uh, writing credits on IMDb yet to say who's written what episode, because usually that's quite an interesting thing as well to kind of give you a judge of what the, the um, episode might be like, whether it's ra- written by Rachel or Ben or um, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't think that's out there yet. Yeah. But I think it will definitely be an interesting um episode and and uh, again a little bit more fun because I, I think you've got Eliza from the the trailer it looks like Mr. Potts is kind of reluctantly hiring her and mm. Ivy looks a little bit smug <laughs> so maybe people don't believe that his friend's been murdered and he believes it because of his expertise yeah yeah I, I think so I think that's where we're heading with that and Ivy's going to be like okay you need to hire Eliza to do this mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah. Um, Keep it in the family. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe they'll not like work together to solve the whole case, but maybe there's a little bit of a, you know, they use a little bit of each other's expertise to solve a small bit of a puzzle together. Like they have to read over an autopsy report together and they kind of like, you know, there's a small bit of a thawing together and maybe by the end of the episode she calls him Barnabas reluctant. <laughs> She's never gonna call him Barnabas. <laughs> okay, Barnabas. Barnabas. He'll always be Mr. Potts. Um I-, I am hoping for some sort of physical comedy gag, like somebody falling into a grave. I yep. mean it doesn't have to be Liza. It could be just like a generic character or Maybe our beloved Fitzy would be good at falling in a grave, just you know, in the dark. Whoops, he <laughs> the hole. You know. Poor Fitzroy. Oh, I, I, didn't we have somebody? I haven't got the the fan group up, but I'm sure somebody in the fan group mentioned. Oh, surely we can have Eliza and William, you know, hiding in a coffin or something. Yeah, I, think. I think that was Callie said. You know, <laughs> we need that together. The yeah, forced yeah. proximity. <laughs> yes. Go hide in a cupboard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe when Eliza's coming out of that cupboard, William's hiding in there with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I have uh, great hopes for this one to be like creepy and Victorian. Maybe we can see like an autopsy or like the old, you know, creepy things, the night scene. And... Not, not, not too gory, thanks. No, not gore, but just like that creepy Victorian, you know, vibe that we got. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it was that was like when we all like sat up more and paid attention when Memento Mori came on. We go, oh, this is not your average show, and so hopefully we get that again. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I mean, I think I think we're gonna kind of see a little bit. I I don't think Mr. Potts will ever really go and and kind of hand it to Eliza yeah you you're a good detective but maybe maybe like you say a little bit of thawing between them yeah and maybe a thank you kind of like thank you for solving my friend's murder kind of like yeah not a <laughs> you're a good detective but thank you for doing this you know 
Ivy, you were right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what that scene is. You know, she's like, yes, I was right. And he was like, yes, you were right, darling. You know, kind of. <laughs> so. Desperate times come for desperate measures. Yes. Happy yeah. wife, happy life. That's what we need to be learning now. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So episode three is called Origins. And it's the story of how it all began. It's 12 years earlier, and the Duke and Eliza meet for the very first time. This is the one we've all been waiting for, and I think they wrote it to appease us fans because <laughs> we've been demanding. They never do such a thing. We've been conjecturing, and we've been theorizing, and I think they go, this is it, guys. <laughs> We're going to spill the beans. So what do you guys think? What do you think is going to happen? I think this one, A, is very brave because as fans, we've all created our own little ideas and is it going to match up or, or um, it, it, and again, you can do it in a variety of different ways. It could be like the scene where Elijah and William are in her drawing room and he's obviously saying you're a good detective and everything. Maybe they're having a nice evening in our house and reminiscing and the episode kind of jumps between different scenes and different eras and times, or is it purely a whole case of 12 years ago when they meet and something obviously happened when they met. Um, They do have two uh, younger actors playing um, Eliza and William um, who we did work out on the group. And Mm -hmm. we think that they are uh, in the first trailer, there is two uh, young adults clinking champagne glasses so we reckon that that may be our young Elijah and William so if you haven't spotted it go back and have a look because uh, I, I think they've done pretty good we think we've all agreed on the group that uh, casting looks like it's um it's it's been done well yeah. so that's always a good thing because I think when you cast younger actors as fans you can kind of go yeah but it's not you know who, who you you're used to kind of watching and they don't have the same chemistry and things like that. So I think that at the moment from, from first glance, it looks like it's been done pretty well. Rachel usually has quite a good gut feel when it comes to um, casting, it seems. Yeah, that little snippet in the trailer looks exactly like the shot of them when they walk into the dinner, you know, the uh, Arabella's, you know, that shot <laughs> where Eliza's there and William's on her left and you know, she's looking up at him and he's looking down and like that immediately was what came to my mind. You I know, mean, I'm quite surprised that. to see young William all in tops and tails. So it may not actually be William. It may just be somebody else. I don't know. Maybe he's in the background and that's him kind of going, oh, that's why he's never going to pursue her because he thinks he's not good enough for her. Who knows? Maybe it'll he be borrowed Henry's tales and they're going undercover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, really? Maybe. I like it. Yeah. I do like that I'm one. wondering whether Henry will actually be in the episode, whether they can get Kevin Doyle to come back for it. That would be cool. Or that whether they would cast cool. another actor to play young Henry, which would be a little bit weird because we discussed this on Twitter and um, it was like, yeah, but in the flashback with young Eliza it was Kevin Doyle so it would be weird to have a different actor but it's not beyond the realms of possibility yeah Yeah. I mean I do hope that I do hope if they do show Henry that it is Kevin but yeah yeah they would just need him for like a second they don't need like I don't know 
Uh, though because the story's always been told that kind of Henry um, meets William and rescues him from, a, you know, finds him getting up to no good and then brings him into the police. So I've always kind of thought it was Henry met William first and then, you know, Eliza maybe met him a little bit later. So it'll be interesting to see how they've worked that out. I think it's going to be nothing like we have ever talked about <laughs> And Rachel's like, hey, ladies, <laughs> you guys are good, but this is how it is, which I'm fine with. It's just, I think we're just going to laugh at how wrong we've been. And then it's just going to open up another can of worms. And then we're going to be like, but what about this, Rachel? And what about this? <laughs> what about, you know, <laughs> I I love that we're going to get their backstory. And it's going to be done in a way that's a little bit different to just telling you. We're going to kind of see it. I wonder, I think one of the biggest things we discussed on the group is, are we going to get to see the young Eliza and William kiss that we heard about in season one? I think that's going to be dependent on whether it's going to jump around a little bit. Ball or whatever they're dressed up at, you know. I wonder if it will jump around a little bit, and in which case, if it does, then maybe. But if it all takes place in the same kind of say week, then no, we probably won't. Um, Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to come down to if we skip around because someone was doing the math in the group, and I don't think it quite like matched up or something with like the twelve years versus the age we know when they kissed. So. Yeah, because I, I think I mean, in the first episode they said William. I think it's William that says she was sixteen and he was nineteen when they kissed. Yeah. So mm. how long after they met would that have happened? Interesting one. Hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I, I wonder if we're going to see Eliza learn or know if we'll find out how much Eliza knows about William, because we always talk about how much does Eliza know about William's backstory? Like, you know, she makes flippant remarks about him being in the workhouse. Is that just her not knowing, or is that her just trying to downplay so he's not embarrassed? And so I don't, you know, maybe we'll see how much she actually does know, you know, and that, you know, that's always been a big part of our theories ago. How much does Eliza know how much has William told her you know because that could be yeah. a part of Eliza's compassion towards William you know yeah I- I'm interested to see how much she knows about where William comes from you know was she honestly told has she been told fully where he's come from you know I also think are we going to get to see William as a constable because that's probably where he started out. So maybe we'll get to see young William in a smart suit. Yeah, (laughs) could be interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it'd be interesting if they have if it is a one case from the first week that they met, for instance. It'd be interesting to see that even when he first meets her, she's she's kind of trying to solve a crime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or maybe he's 
as a young constable, he's trying to solve a crime. And she's, mm-hmm. you know, she helps him. And maybe that's where she gets the actual notion of, oh, she can do this. I mean, yeah, she always knows that she can because Henry's taught her. But maybe she goes, oh, I I can do this. You know, like it's firmly set in her mind that this is a career path she can do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she knows she has the smarts and she has the ability to do this, but this could be a career thing she could do because she's helped William solve this case. This this could be a thing she could do. She Where knows- she gets the bug. Yeah, exactly. Crime solving bug. Yeah. But I do wonder if it's kind of, um, you know, how do I put it? I wonder if that kind of first meeting is almost like that that spark is there from their very first second of seeing each other and that's like the beginning and hopefully that we see that beginning because we're gonna um see some movement in the season I mean it I, I imagine that this is kind of a bottle episode as as uh, we had with season three that it maybe doesn't affect the season per se but actually we'll see ramifications kind of throughout of, of little bits of story that get put in here I hope so. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, we see it mirrored on later in the season. And maybe mm-hmm. when we go back to rewatch the season, the first and second season, we go, oh, we can see these moments reflected back when they were younger, that this is, you know, we could see this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it depends on if because it's coming in as the third episode of the season so that like the, the placement of it being there is meaningful or not mm-hmm. but because it's i was thinking of it as probably having a bit of a frame around it where we still have them you know in present time as adults at the like beginning and end of the episode yeah. but it's entirely possible it's just you know a pure flashback but if they do it as like a frame I kind of feel like it has meaning of where it is as the placement within the season as it goes. So, and I mean, and also I do have to wonder, like, if we are jumping around, then if in the flashbacks, you know, if we do get to see that kiss, if that's on purpose for where they are in their relationship as adults. So, I don't know. I'm starting to be a little delusional with where that's going, but... (laughs) I, I like the sound of where you think that's going. Yeah. <laughs> I like that idea too. I really do. I, I definitely, I, I'm a bit like you in that I think it, it's been put there for a reason. Like, I, I usually think Rachel's quite specific about why she does certain things. So um, I, I can't, a bit like you, I can't help but think that there is a reason why at this point in time we're getting a young Eliza and William flashback episode mm-hmm. but it's probably I am quite excited about that one because I think that there's many different forms that it could take yep yeah. we'll see that'll be a good one there are lots of good ones already 
So our next episode is episode four, and it's called The Diamond Feather. Uh, things are going well for Eliza until a familiar face shows up to question her role at Nash and Sons. Meanwhile, Duke receives an offer that brings their relationship to a crisis point. I, I don't know. I, my that fan theory of the person is going to be Basil because we have yeah. seen Basil Sinclair in the trailer. So I think he's going to be the person who's questioning her role the fact that it says things are going well kind of makes me think maybe things are on the up she's got a couple of clients and maybe she's getting some staff back which again puts into the question of where does Nash's what the hell have you done fit in because yeah Nash doesn't specifically get mentioned that they're working together until episode five but if they're if things are going well in episode four then I think maybe Maybe he's in episode one and that bit comes from episode one. Um, and I reckon Basil would be quite fun to to stir up a bit of trouble for Eliza. I'm thinking Basil comes in to write another article about her and she thinks <laughs> she can again spin it to her advantage. But again, Basil writes it so it doesn't make her look good. And maybe this is where Nash says, what have you done? Like it looks badly upon her and Nash and Sons, you know, like Basil goes like, oh, look at what Nash done. You know, this is. She's lost all these clients. Yeah. And so maybe. Lost all her staff. Exactly. So maybe that's where the, what have you done? Mm -hmm. So again. It doesn't really say what sort of crime she's kind of solving. I think that's the thing. It's quite, it's very vague, this particular one. Yeah, this one doesn't really say much about a crime. I'm very intrigued about the diamond feather. It sounds expensive. It sounds luxe. I want to know what a diamond feather is. You know, like, ooh. (laughs) What does one do with a diamond feather? I mean, maybe wear it in their hair. Put it. Well, I think it's a, I don't know whether it's a feather or an actual stone. Because oh. it, it's kind of um, when using the lovely Google, uh, yeah. when you put in what does feather in a diamond mean? And it says it's a general term for a fracture or fixture in a diamond mm. that extends to the surface. In higher clarity diamonds, feathers may be so shallow or low relief as to be difficult to even find. So it could be something not even a feather but about actual jewelry maybe Hmm. something expensive again something a bit more high class maybe that ties into the offer that william receives which we've been talking about maybe like he gets an offer to work at a private um investigating firm which i thought may just be a man but others have said maybe it's nash mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that would be total bringing the relationship to a crisis point but maybe yeah so meg on, about... on the group suggested maybe uh nash in trying to do some disaster recovery um offers william a job realizing that actually eliza and william working together is not such a bad thing uh, but I think for Eliza, if that was to happen, she would definitely not be happy. Yeah. Um, but so I that, wonder... would, that would definitely put the cat in the pigeons. 
but I wonder after our discussion with the first episode and maybe PBS trying to throw us off if they're not using crisis correctly. (laughs) This is true. Like how they said looming, like they're using crisis incorrectly. I I mean, um, the... Because like a crisis point is like is like a turn of phrase, so it could be that they're they're saying you know it's if they don't do something about it one way or the other, then a crisis could happen. So it's like at a turning point of they're going to be a crisis. So, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, my I mean, I, I, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say I'm gonna compare that to. Uh, season three episode five where their description is um uh, eliza will need duke's help but a revelation about his personal life makes working together impossible when you watch the episode five it's not necessarily impossible they they you know there's some tension in the room but they manage to work together all right and at mm-hmm. the end of the episode they're kind of if we forget the tea scene because you know um but in the scene in the office where they kind of clear the air and everything, they walk away sort of okay with each other. So again, impossible is is quite a stretch. So hopefully it's a similar kind of um, Terrible thing, wording. like you say. It's the wording is is meant to sound a bit more dramatic. Yeah, I think it's exaggerated. Yeah, <laughs> yes, like- that's a good word. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't think William would take any offer seriously to leave the Scotland. Because we saw Eliza's offer to work with me. He took it very badly. And I think even if Nash said, work with me and Eliza, I think he would say, no way in hell. Because I think he loves working at Scotland Yard. So I don't think if it's a man or a woman, Eliza, Nash, whoever, somebody down the street. I just, I don't think William's going to do it. But I think it would hurt Eliza and Eliza would maybe leave Nash and then would be out of a job. I mean, she would still have her old business she could fall back on, but she, you know, she would have to restart it. But I don't see how that would hurt her and William's relationship because William would be like no I never entertained that thought so maybe I mean I don't know maybe it's a crisis point and it turns him to a good angle like he was like no Eliza she was like yeah William let's be closer now I don't know (laughs) (laughs) you make it sound so simple Um, I think a job offer is to going back to season two kind of thing yeah so i'm, I'm like oh, what if what could it be what yeah we've what already had the job offer. is different exactly you know, he's we've not gonna yeah, unless it's just a, like an undercover thing or you know you're not allowed to work with eliza or yeah it's a, it's a tricky one i really can't think of anything other than a job but then i'm kind of like i think that's two season two uh, yeah, I thought repetitive. maybe he was offered a job at a higher up position where he would really have to cut off 
any professional job with Eliza or any professional relationship with Eliza. He couldn't help her. He couldn't give her any clues. He couldn't give her any jobs. He couldn't give her any help. He would have to, it would, any professional relationship would have to be cut off with Eliza because of this new promotion he got with Scotland Yard. Can you, I don't know, because could they really like, would would people really be bothered about her enough to be able to say to him, no, you cannot work with her? Because I always find it interesting that it hasn't come up already mm-hmm. that he's working with a woman. So I do always in the back of my mind think, you know, that could cost him his job working with a woman because higher up could look down on him for that. But um, especially like oh, Sterling no. saying, oh, you're doing this because, yeah. you you know, you've got a thing for her. But I don't know. It's a, it's a difficult one. And I'm, I I don't um, know whether that's just the choice of words that is yeah. in the description. Um, Yeah, it doesn't really give you much about the case or whether, again, it's something that they actually end up working together or they're working against each other because maybe she's treading on his toes. It's a tricky one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't think of much. No, but then I find it quite interesting that for the next two episode descriptions that they've given, William isn't actually mentioned at all. So you're like, is it that he's going to go undercover and we're not going to have him in the last two episodes until maybe the end of the episode six? I don't know. This is me being very dramatic and um, no. you know, we didn't obviously have him in two episodes of season three. Is that going to, is that a thing? I hope not. Um, but who knows? Yeah. That's the only um, thing I can think is that maybe it's that he's going to go undercover and he's again trying to suss out from Eliza. He kind of wants her to tell him, don't take it. I don't want you to go. And, mm-hmm. and maybe that's the thing that brings it to a point of, I want you to tell me to stay kind of thing. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, because again, like if it's a job offer, it does kind of seem like we're retreading a storyline from season two, but that's the only thing I can think of also. But I mean, my mind kind of went with undercover just because it wasn't something that would he's not mentioned in the other two. It just felt like it kind of had to be something kind of like that. But with that also, if he does take some sort of undercover job then he's obviously not going to be able to be giving her cases to work on while he's doing this assignment so that does kind of cause problems with for her professionally as well in the manner of speaking but um because it could be something to do with special branch because that's something yeah. that was you know formed at the time so could be i don't know I mean, we know that Fitzroy's dad turns up because obviously when we spoke to Evan, he mentioned that um, his dad is coming, uh, Fitzroy's dad is coming back into the show. Um, So maybe Fitzroy kind of thinks he's being really good and helping William out singing his praises and actually maybe it doesn't kind of come out that way because I can imagine, again, it'd be nice to see William get a bit of a step up in his career within Scotland Yard. So maybe maybe Fitzroy talks him up and, and that's the job offer. That Maybe he is going to get a job offer of some sort still within Scotland Yard. But like you say, maybe it means he won't see Eliza so much. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting because if it's a, like you say, when she said about coming to work for her, his reaction is quite rude in a way. 
um and maybe this is the difference he's grown and he actually quite likes working with her and realized that actually the idea of not being able to work with her not see her socially because maybe she's busy how's that going to sit with him yeah Okay, let's move on to the next episode, episode number five, The Calling. Eliza and Nash are still struggling to work together when an explosive case takes them into a cutthroat industry where people will kill to keep their secrets. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this sounds like another full episode where William won't be in it, which fans do not like this, Rachel. I'm sorry, but we're going to come down hard on this. Do not leave William out of any episodes anymore i'm sorry 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 don't do this ever again i'm hoping he'll be in it we just don't know how he'll be in it i'll hold on to that i'll, I'll go with you I'm, I'm hoping that he's in it and he's just not mentioned it, it would feel it, it would feel weird again to have another season where william isn't in certain episodes yeah um I, I've I've said what I needed to say on that episode in season three, so I'll move swiftly on. But I think it would be okay. interesting to to see from the trailer that Eliza and Nash are not necessarily getting along. Yeah. Which for for those of us who do not want a romantic uh, trio uh, trying to go, is she going to go for Nash or is she going to go for William? I, I that makes me feel very happy because I don't. You really enjoy love triangles and, well, and I didn't want a love triangle, but I was okay with no. them being friendly and it yeah. doesn't seem friendly. Maybe they're too like butting heads and you know, I think that maybe be the case that they just are too alike and when you get like two alphas, you know, they <laughs> don't they don't work well together. And I think that's probably the case. You know. Yes. And I think I think so. Yeah, and I think they're throwing us like a red herring when they say explosive. You know, they're trying to make us think of season three, episode six with the train explosions. I think maybe there is like explosions, and that's why Eliza and Nash think they can work well together and go, oh, we'll solve this case, no problem. We solved the train case together, blah, blah, blah. And it's like it veers wildly in a different direction. You know, I think it's interesting that the two scenes that we see of Eliza and Nash in the trailers, one, well, actually three scenes, one, they're kind of running and hiding, one, they're getting shot at through the door, and one, uh, obviously, Nash is pointing a gun at somebody who's behind Eliza. So it gives a bit of a theory of it's not all quite slick and, and, and well oiled between them, yeah. which is, uh, I suppose, will create a bit more fun and a bit more um kind of excitement in some ways in the episode because i always think that those ones where there's lots going on are a bit more fun and involved um sabrina on the group did point out that in the trailer the episode the, the scene where eliza and um nash are hiding behind the door um a it looks a bit like william who's going to break in but i don't know why he'd be shooting at the the glass because the glass gets broken um but there's a little poster on the side and it's talking about pigment so and uh, that's kind of all about dyes and stuff oh. from my little uh 
Yeah, I think it's a factory. Yeah. But why would that be explosive and why would people kill unless it's something to do with arsenic and green paint? That's the only place that yeah. my mind went to. Oh, could be. Um, yeah, because I was thinking that was the thing, paint and wallpaper were, were killing people yeah. in the Victorians because it, it, the green dye had mm-hmm. arsenic in it. That's what made yeah. it that green colour. It could be. I don't know if arsenic explodes at any point. <laughs> no, I don't know either. <laughs> it could be that the you know wallpaper and carpeting industry didn't want people to know the secret of the green dye was killing people and Mm -hmm. so they want to you know kill eliza nash to stop them from spreading the truth of arsenic poisoning Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean i was thinking maybe like politics which could swing around to the first episode like bring it back Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. We think Eliza's like, you know, wronged somebody in politics. Maybe, you know, it swings back to, you know, the same person she, you know, made upset in the first episode is, you know, still coming after her in season five. But, you know, who knows? I, you know, I obviously did not um, screenshot and blow up the pigment poster. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's only in the widescreen version that you see these okay, things. Yeah, yeah so. see the widescreen version very much. So I missed that one. <laughs> I mean, they're wearing two different outfits in the two different scenes. Okay. So in one scene, Eliza's in the pink dress and, and Nash has got like a little coat on. And in the darker scene, it looks like she's wearing blue. And certainly in the scene where with... um the guy in the background nash isn't wearing his jacket or his coat so part of me goes where's that because it was in the earlier scene Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is where i think i need a new hobby (laughs) well i think it's probably the two different episodes so some of that i think is from episode six but also i the um synopsis for five says like they're still at odds or what have you so that's me that to me implies that he is in episode four and that might be where like the um he comes back and he's like what have you done because we don't actually know at what point he comes back from france mm. no so and i was and whether thinking... he's, he's in episode one maybe we know he's in three he's episodes around. so which three we don't know well we're assuming imdb is correct because imdb (laughs) say that felix is in three episodes but then imdb currently says that Stuart is only in two and again i'm hoping that that is incorrect uh uh, yep um just putting it out there yeah i don't Uh, don't any any professional people within the team of miss scarlet who you know can update IMDb with the correct information might might make us rest a little easier yeah. when it comes to these last two episodes. Because I think the thing is, is that I quite liked the last episode of season three where you had Moses and Nash and William and Eliza and kind of they were working as a team, whereas it feels a bit like the last episode is she's kind of on her own. Yeah. Which seems a little bit sad. Yeah. We'll see. Um... Do you want to read off the episode six? Yes. Speaking of episode six, it's called The Fugitive. Um, and Eliza is on the trail of a fugitive who is charged with murder 
She must find him before the police do or risk losing everything. Sounds a bit ominous again. Um, risk losing everything, whether that means her job at Nash and Sons, her relationship with William, everything in between. Don't know. Um, I find it interesting that, again, it says she must find him before the police do. So it's not specifically mentioning William as to whether they're kind of competing against each other because I feel like if they were it would say she's got to find him before William does whether that's their kind of they are sort of competing against each other and William is in this episode and um it's them kind of finding their way of trying to work together and and Eliza kind of trying to figure out what she does next because I I had initially assumed that Eliza would working at National Sun would maybe only last the season and then she would go back to her own agency. But then I kind of look at this and I think, well, maybe actually working at National Sun is going to last for a, uh, a couple of seasons before she kind of decides, no, I'm going to break out back on my own um, with a bigger and better reputation going forward. Uh, so, yeah, it will be interesting. I hope she's not kind of on her own and she's able to, bring a team together to kind of do this one because I always like it more when Eliza's kind of got that kind of team ethos and she's bringing together this kind of like rebel of outcasts I always find that a bit more fun well one fan theory is that William is the fugitive (laughs) and that's why it says she has to go to the police instead of William or Scotland Yard as they sometimes say when they mean William and so if we go to that William gets offered an undercover job, maybe the undercover cover is the fugitive and, you know, the police don't realize it's William yet. And so she has to save William before the police get to him and, you know, maybe accidentally kill him or whatever, you know. I mean, that was an initial reaction when I first read it. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, that that's big theory that's been, you know, tossed around that it's actually William she is trying to, you know, find and save. And, you know, it may put her at odds with Nash in the company, because if the, you know, job is to find the fugitive, you know, for the police or whatever, and she's doing it to save the fugitive instead of like turn him in, Nash might say, you know, I'm done with you. You know, we've not worked well the past couple cases, you know, so maybe she'll lose her job. Maybe she'll lose William if he gets killed or arrested or arrested, you know, so. Or Nash himself could be the fugitive as well, because another fan theory was that, um, you know, Nash wants to wants revenge for his brother's killing because that gets mentioned in season two, episode season three, episode three. Um, and again, it could be something that gets picked up again, that maybe either in episode five or six that Nash is, is, uh, trying to avenge his brother's death, maybe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that might go with that clip from the trailer with him and the gun. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they definitely look a little bit emotional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and again, we see obviously Fitzroy and William when William's kicking the door down in the middle it looks like a bit of a barn to me um and maybe that's the thing that maybe we do see William but he's off on his own case maybe 
Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Lots of fun things to look forward to. Yeah. And then, of course, the one thing we haven't discussed about in all of these is um, Ivy and Barnabas and whether are we going to get a wedding? Oh, yeah. I don't think so. It's not that they'll break up. I just don't think it's, it doesn't seem like it's going to fit in here. You know, like none of the episodes, you know, they have Mr. Potts's friend that has died and we assume Eliza is going to help solve his murder. I mean, I, I, I think we'll get uh, Barnabas and Ivy sprinkled amongst the episodes, but as far as like, a wedding you know i don't i don't i don't know you know maybe episode six will end i don't i know i don't think so i would say i was gonna say maybe episode six will end with maybe a wedding shower but there's nobody that ivy would have to invite to a wedding shower and i don't know they had showers back then she's gotta have some friends we don't know about have some random extras Ew. <laughs> well, not feeling it then so you there know, is that part me. where mm-hmm. eliza has those flowers mm-hmm. oh yeah so how does that factor in i do not know but <laughs> is she buying them for herself is somebody buying them for her or is um ivy is it for ivy's wedding because i think they're roses and then some kind of white um like symbol of innocence was the flower of white so uh, like when she has them she looks like she's walking aggressively with them you wouldn't get like a bouquet of wedding flowers and then like march down the street with them you'd be holding them like carefully like i'm not gonna like win them with somebody you know, if like I sent my like maid of honor to like buy my flowers, I would be like, "What happened to these? Why are they all like all messed up? Why aren't they like this beautiful bouquet? Why? Why are you so mad?" <laughs> She's mad because uh, you know Potts is taking Ivy away from her. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. I forgot. I mean, about- I I can see if 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 Mister Potts isn't particularly like gracious when Eliza finally solves his friend's murder because let's be honest she's going to um mm-hmm. it, it, I can see Ivy being a bit you know if you can't accept her for who she is then I'm not marrying you type thing I hope they don't break up because I, I need them together yeah I think I think if they were to completely break up and and it becomes back to the status quo i think that wouldn't i'd love barnabas and ivy to actually show eliza a good relationship and to be that that kind of good relationship that she sees where she thinks oh maybe i can have more than just work um but whether that actually happens or not is a is a different ball game yeah. But I think if if Ivy was to kind of go, no, I don't want to marry you. I want to remain single. Um, because obviously in season three, she said she wasn't sure she wanted to get married. I kind of go, I'm not sure that sets the best example for Eliza. Yeah. I'd rather have like a, a parallel of like, you know, having Barnabas and Ivy happy and then like Eliza seeing that. So, yeah. yeah. 
she she yeah. needs that. I think if there was a wedding, that. it would definitely be an ep- towards the end of episode six. Yeah. Maybe like a wedding engagement dinner, like with the four Maybe. of them. Not Something that like has everybody all dressed up and looking fancy. Yeah. That would be yeah. nice. Like yeah. Announcement dinner. Not necessarily a wedding, but like whatever the Victorians did, like pre wedding. <laughs> I don't know what that would be. I quite like a Barnabas Ivy William Eliza double date because I think that would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> nice little double date at the theatre or something. Yeah. William just completely oblivious. Eliza like being like ugh, completely like awkward and just not angry, but just very stiff and you know, Ivy. What am I doing here? What does yeah. she see in him? Yeah. Ivy I, that is. I everybody to talk and Barnabas, you know, just having moon eyes at Ivy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. But whatever know? whatever it, it is, I'm pretty sure, you know, we are just gonna we are gonna love it. And uh it's it definitely it feels like it's gonna be a, an exciting ride, which is nice. Yeah. I'm really excited for this season. Two trailers and the episode synopsis have really gotten me excited. I'm nervous. I'm nervous because there's so many things that I kind of want to happen that I'm like, oh, if this these things don't happen, I don't know what's gonna gonna you know how am I gonna feel like we're getting season four, and I think if there's no movement between Eliza and William. If we don't, I'd love to say we're going to get a kiss, but I, I don't know. I kind of look at the episode synopsis and, and it doesn't really give me that vibe of, Mm-mm. yes, we're moving forward type thing. Um, So I don't know. I don't know what to think because the trailers, I look at them and go, oh, yeah, we're going to get something really good. And then I look at the synopsis and I'm like, I don't know. I need to rein, in, rein myself <laughs> in. I don't think we're going to get a kiss. I think we're going to get a softening and maybe like gentle move forward of going back to dinners, you know, getting close. Not as friends. Then, if, if I'm sorry, yeah. if, if Eliza kind of goes, we're just old friends. My TV is in danger of having something thrown at it. <laughs> just putting it out there. Warn Tony. I'll have all my budget, so in case I need to buy a new one. There you go. <laughs> Start pinching those pennies, putting those dimes in those jars to get a no, new... No, because she's not going to say it. No, she better not. I'm joining Kristen in her delusional world. Yeah, my delusional world. <laughs> there you go. In my circus. Yes. Yep, um, yep. I, I'm usually the person who gets labeled being like the negative Nancy of a fandom. So for me, being the optimistic one, it's kind of like a reversal for me. <laughs> But um, yeah, I don't know if it's just because the trailers were both so good and everything that I'm just like, okay, this is our season. It's going to be great. Like, <laughs> But I, I mean, you know. Season four is going to be our season. I think season five is, but I think season four is going to set up for our season five. I think it's going to give it season four. Season four was going to be like our season. It'd be like, <laughs> like that is an amazing. Well, then even more happens in in five. Because I think I'm kind of viewing it as like, 
four this is of course assuming we get season five but i believe we are so (laughs) but like that four and five will be kind of connected in a way of like this particular act of the show if we think of like two and three as being some sort of middle act so yeah so four will set up five yeah obviously yes (laughs) yes i think it will depend if they knew when they were filming season four that they would get season five then i think it will be a little bit vague and it will end in in a in a way but if they didn't know that they're getting season five, if it was a bit up in the air, then I hope that they would have ended season four in a bit of a, well, if we don't get season five, at least we've ended it in a good place. A bit like season one, whereby we didn't get the whole, yeah, they're all together, but they're going off for a nice dinner and there's that symbol of hope at the end. I think, whereas I think season three, they probably definitely knew that they were filming season four, which is why they were kind of happy to, end it on a bit of a downer because they knew they were probably getting season four yeah um so i'm hoping that you know i would love to say that we were going to get a kiss from eliza and william this season because i kind of feel like season four is a good place to put it it doesn't have to mean that they get together or anything like if william isn't in the last two episodes and you know he's going off undercover somewhere let's say give us a kiss at the end of episode four at least and then yeah. You know, we'll have two episodes yeah. and then he comes back at the very end of the sixth episode. Don't know. Feeling a bit Debbie Downer in that sense. But no, he's going to be around. So, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll, we're going to get something. I'd like some progress <laughs> in amongst all the rest of it with Fitzroy. And obviously Phelps is in there uh, still. And um, it doesn't sound like Moses will be in it, unfortunately. Oh, my Moses. Sorry, Amanda. I... Yeah, that's that's gonna be the one thing missing Moses. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. I'm hopeful that the door is being left open. So Moses has gone off to Paris to help Nash and you know, he can come back. Yeah. It's not a it's it's a see you later, not a goodbye from Moses, is my hope. Yeah. All right, ladies, I think we're going to have to wrap this one up. It was great talking theories and conspiracies about season four. And I can't and wait. There's even more crazy fan theories on the group as well, because, you know, the guys on the group, you have done us proud and you have come up with some amazing, crazy fan theories. Um so yeah, I'm. I think that also the fandom kind of makes me a little bit excited for for the season because yes. we have come up with some really crazy things. Yeah. So if you've not followed us or joined us, um, go to Facebook and search for Scarleteers Podcast. We have a page and a group. We have an Instagram, Scarleteers underscore Podcast. We also have a website, Scarleteers Podcast dot WordPress dot where you can get all of our um, past episodes, uh, podcast episodes, so you can listen to all everything that you've missed. Um, ladies, it was great to talk about the season four stuff with you. And I can't wait yeah. to see how wrong we are or how <laughs> right we are, but probably how mostly wrong we are. 
Yeah, probably how mostly wrong we are. How mostly wrong we are. So I think that's it. So tune in, everybody, next time for another great one. Bye. Bye. Bye.